the Bible teaches us to love thy neighbor. But in a world where man thinks little of others and lives to serve only himself, one man cares about all way too much. Doctor, this man needs a penis transplant immediately or he'll die! The new penises are back-ordered and won't show up until Wednesday! What will we ever do? Don't worry. You can use my penis. Really? You must. I care so much. Christopher Lambert stars as Jesus Le Bouvier de Messerschmitt, the man who cared too much. Here's your order, sir. I asked for curly fries. Oh, jeez. I'm so... No! Don't apologize. It's not your fault. You can take my food and eat it. No! It's too unhealthy for you. You could get a disease. Come with me. I will make you food that will be both nourishing and prevent diseases. That won't be necessary. You don't understand. I care too much. He's got the heart the size of a whale's and an accent that can't be placed. So, are you French or German or... I care too much to be identified as a member of any race except the human race. Ah! A spider! Get it! No, you must not. I love it. The man who cared too much. Coming soon to VHS and Betamax. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. With me is my lovely wife and Dame Judy Dench wannabe, Jackie. How are you doing, Jackie? Well, I'm just dandy. Good. And uh, also with us is... Uh, I want to be Judy Dench, too. Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> How about David Carradine wannabe? John Carradine, how about that? Sando Sam, the Sandwich Man. How are you, Sam? I'm okay. Good, good. We got a lot of stuff to go through. We got a big, big show. So let's get right to the Netflix do's and don'ts. Uh, starting out with the animated Robert Zemeckis, Beowulf, and and the post follow up to our Christopher Lambert <laughs> Beowulf, Beowulf experience that we're about to undertake. I don't. didn't watch it. <laughs> you didn't even make it through all the way. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Just don't do it. I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> I can't call it. Yeah? It's interesting watching Beowulf fight people naked. Hmm. Yeah, that was kind of cool. The the Angelina Jolie body, whatever they did in the computer is something else, but it's not very good. What do you so mean, something else? Like they made a body of a woman in the, the computer model of the female body, and it is like, well, that's the way you'd want it to look. Okay. She's naked, like, it's just, like... I don't know what that means. Real women, like, if you could make a perfect woman body, they Like, she looks like a comic book character or Barbie? In between, like, it's not like that. It's, like, Hmm. almost perfect, but you realize that it's just too perfect. Like, Like Terry Gar 1972. Yes. I gotcha. Okay, now I'm on the page. But no good, huh? No. No. Why? I thought it was good! You both looked at me and was like, yeah! It was decent. I, said, I always thought it was shit. I said it was interesting. Huh. Interesting is not good, necessarily. Alright. Yeah, it was just different because it was a cartoon that wasn't really a cartoon. 
Animated feature. Yeah, it was an animated feature, and it bothered me. And okay, yeah, it just wasn't very compelling. It didn't have a lot of. It didn't have a lot of anything that wasn't very good. Grendel wasn't very good. That's right. the problem. Well, wait till you get a load of this pile of crap. I'm sure Grendel's gonna suck. Well, I haven't even gotten to that part, and I did <laughs> the karate and the techno music and Christopher Lambert was enough that, or Lambert or whatever the hell Lam- his name is, Lambert was enough that I was like, oh god, I gotta turn this off because I was just gonna watch this for a do's and don't, and I was like, well, this is too hot. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get to that next. We got Iron Sky, the director's cut. I say don't. Jackie? What was this one about again? The Nazis on the moon. Oh, I like that one. Huh. I say do. Okay. I'm going to go with also, uh, don't. Don't believe the hype. Yeah, it wasn't very good. And it wasn't clever. It was so close to being something, in my opinion. In a couple of, I thought it was close a couple of times, but it didn't hold on to the, any of its good, it its own good ideas. Lost it and then got churchy at the end, like, you're looking for a moral, like there's, it, it's, it's labeling itself like there's some moral that you're supposed to get and you're just like, be cool to each other? That's it? That's what you're giving me? So I say don't. Which, if you want a movie that has a good message of being excellent to one another... Bill and Ted's. Bill and Ted's. Jackie gives it a do, though, huh? Yeah. You want to defend it at all? I just thought it was an interesting storyline. That there's Nazis on the moon. Yeah. That's like every comic book ever. Oh, well, I don't read a lot of comic books, so... Okay. All right. I thought it was pretty good. Lame. Uh, Freddy the 13th, part four, the final chapter, with Corey Feldman... Don't. You don't like it at all. I, I didn't like this one. Okay. Even though it's like the most horror movie of all of them. There's no comedic elements. It's all supposed to be scary. There's cats jumping out of fucking cupboards. And, and people running their hands over piano wires. And all sorts of, ooh, scary moments. They're just like every movie that you do like. But this one's no good, huh? Well, no, because it's Friday the 13th, and I, I want it to have a little bit of stupidity to it, and that's what I expect out of those movies, and so when it tried to be something that I that it isn't, I didn't like it. I mean, it was fine. I mean, I watched it. It was okay, but I mean, it just, there are better things out there to watch, like Iron Sky. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I wouldn't, I would definitely not go that far. Um, I kind of liked it. I'm with you 100% that it's not a Friday movie. It is, but... It's a Friday movie for all the wrong reasons, in my opinion. Yeah, it it isn't fun. It's not a good time. Well, at that point, it is a Friday movie because the Friday movie is up to four. Three is the only one that's any fun. I thought number two was silly. Number two is the one where he has the potato sack on his head. Yeah. That wasn't really... It, it, I may be unintentionally silly, yeah. but it's still, it's still the same. But it tried to be really scary. Yeah. Whereas three sure. doesn't really try to no. be very scary at no. all. no. I just, I, I was, I was hoping for like, this is the start where the franchise, because I thought three was like, uh, okay, I think that they are fooling around with some stuff here and maybe like testing some waters with the franchise that, you know, hey, we're going to sprinkle in some silly here and see if people like it. And people do, or did, like number three was the highest grossing, uh, uh, Friday movie that, that existed. Um, and then four came out and it was all just back to doom and gloom. And it's basically, 
the knockoff of Halloween. I mean, he's just an unkillable death machine, and that's yeah. all he does is wander around and kill people. And, and not even in a creative way. Not really in a creative way. Like, just, you know, stabbing people. Yeah. Just stabbing people. So that wasn't even entertaining for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a uh, don't as well, even though I think it's a decent film. Um, Josito. Yeah, Josito. Yeah, I, I, another kind of like, oh, shit, this is going to be out of control, and it's not. Uh, last but not least is Evolver with a very young Ethan Embry, Q from Star Trek The Next Generation, whatever that guy's name is, and um, Ferris Bueller's mom. Don't. You don't that you remember shit. I asked week, you, you the, ne- it was the, greatest the next movie day, ever. so did you finish Evolver, and you're like, I loved it! It was great. Do you even remember Revolver? Or do you just, like, once... Yeah, this is the one with the robot. Yeah, okay, wait. I'm going to change that. It is oh, a deal. Oh, boy. Hmm. Because it was... I don't know. It did entertain me, and I did like it. But, like, reflecting back, is it something that I would be like, oh, my God, you have to watch this? No. But should you watch it if you're bored? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a riveting, riveting do absolutely must do. I think it's the second best killer robot bad movie behind Chopping Mall. Hmm. I think it was awesome because it's billed and delivered at the beginning as is like any other cheesy 90s, this is the future. We shall all have robots and they all happen to be giant or, or killing machines where they just want to kill you. And then you expect like the guy, the good guys in the movie to take on this robot with, you know, like guns and fight it and deliver some lines like, you're finished, robot, or game over, buster. But then the robot still is killing everybody and he's the one giving out one-liners. Mm-hmm. Like, like Q's about to get exploded and, and, uh, he's like, delete program, delete program, delete program. Cause he's, he's the guy that wrote the program. Giving commands to Evolver, and Evolver's like, delete this. Exploded! I was like, yes! Woohoo! I loved Evolver. I liked how the robot changed. Yeah, oh yeah, and level. it fucking transforms into a new level. Oh my god, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I highly recommend Evolver. I can't believe more people haven't seen Evolver. Everybody chopping mall, chopping mall, chopping mall, which I love. It's a really good Winerski film, but Evolver is extremely underrated in my opinion. I just can't... The teenagers piss me off so bad. Teenagers always piss you off. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was fun. Um, I don't like it as much as I like Death Machine, either. I thought Chopping Mall 1... Oh, I definitely like it better than Death, Death Machine. Death Machine 2, and then... I don't know if this is 3, but it's up there in that area. Yeah. Good time. All right. So there's your Netflix do's and don'ts. We'll have to delve deeper into that this week. Hopefully Netflix... I've been looking... Keeping my eye on what's uh, coming and going on Netflix... They're starting to, like, walk away from the stinkers and trying to just be, like, every month we're just going to give you a bunch of movies that are fives. Fives out of tens. Like, I think just that, middle of the road bleh stuff. That it's just the the app for your Xbox is just... No, no, no. I You can look it up every every month. Oh. They release. These are the new movies that, that are coming out this month on Netflix. Complete lists and what they're taking away. And it just seems like... A five, a five, a five, a five, and four, a six. It, guess what? You've already seen that six. You know, like a thousand times. Oh, fuck. Great. I'm a little disappointed with Netflix lately. Hopefully they kind of 
We, we only want ones and nines, Netflix. Uh, so this week, big news. It's, uh, award season. Well aware. Yep. We did our award show two weeks ago, I think. Well, the Razzies came out yesterday, the 15th. The nominations for the Razzie Awards, the mm. Golden Raspberries. Uh, did you guys take a look at them by chance? I didn't get a chance to. Nope. Yeah, you both suck. Uh, there's a couple things that I, a couple things that I want to want to talk about, and uh, it seems like this has been a pervading trend with the Razzies lately. Now, if you don't know what the Raspberries are, they're kind of like the Oscars, the opposite Oscars. They're they're the preeminent awards for bad movies for each year, uh, and they're the the. Winners are determined, and, the, and actually the nominees are determined in the exact same manner that we determine ours. Members of the Razzie Foundation, or whatever it's called, all vote. The highest voted number wins, but the nominations are determined, or put out there and read. Uh, go, what? No, I just, I thought that was a very good way. The nominations are all... You know, they're put out there in red. Yeah, they're uh, put out there in red. Well, they're red by me. They're, people get together and they do a thing. The only one I want to uh, uh, talk about or mention, or give the nominees for is Worst Picture, uh, just so you guys are all, we're all on the same page here. Saving Christmas, which is not much of a surprise. Uh, shouldn't be on there. It shouldn't, but that's not our or that's our rules, not yeah. necessarily theirs. Mm-hmm. Legend of Hercules, uh, ter- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Left Behind, and Transformers, Age of Extinction. Here's my problem with the Razzies this year, and like I say, this is an increasing trend, it seems like. There are 15 nominations for comedy movies. There's only five awards. So, again, comedy movies, they all stink. They stink. Obviously, they stink if there's 15 goddamn nominations. Yeah. I'm they're... getting blank stares here. What's, what's... Well, they are out there, the Razzies, to identify, you know, this is their worst movie, and they don't disqualify comedies, and that's their thing. Yeah, but and these are the worst every movies. Every comedy is getting, is nominated for Razzie. Why are people even making comedies? Well, at some point, someone's going to make a good comedy. Huh. Well, we all need to need let to... down our hair every once in a while and not be so dramatic. <laughs> What? Every year, Adam Sandler's sitting there thinking, like, you know what? I've been taking it really seriously for a while. I should make a comedy that's going to be nominated for the Razzies. Again. That's right. Huh. And then he does it, and then he wins, and he's like, I would just like to thank myself. I just think that that in the annals of time, when man looks back 30 years later and is like, you know what? What was the worst movie that year? And and there's this 10-year streak of every fucking year, it's a goddamn comedy that wins all the fucking awards in Razzie. That sucks. You know what? What if it's the worst movie? And they've been the worst movie. I honestly, that shit, uh, the 10 million ways to die in the West, that was fucking Is terrible. it nominated for worst picture? That's too bad, because it was fucking awful. You know what is nominated? Huh. Transformers Age of Extinction. Seven nominations for Transformers Age of Extinction. I didn't think it was that bad. Here's another fun fact in a trend in the Razzies. Every Transformers movie has been up for Worst Picture. Every fucking year. And this one, in my opinion, is clearly the best. And it's really not that bad. It's just incredibly long and incredibly bleh. Like, yeah, if it was two hours, you might have been like, that was just a dumb movie. That was just really long and boring. But it's three hours, and so you're suffering. You can't... Go ahead. I didn't think it was that bad. I don't think it's that bad either. To be honest, though, in uh, 
those guys have it out for Michael Bay. They do. They absolutely do. And that painting game I've, wasn't nominated. No, it wasn't bad. As far as I know, I didn't get to see it, but I heard good things. Anyway, I think that there's a lot of, they have it out for a lot of people. They have it out for Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. They have it out for Michael Bay and that, you know, it's the same group of people. I guess that's, that's where they're, their flaw, their tragic flaw is that they uh, they get stuck on things. Yeah. Well, do you think that they're watching everything that we're watching? Probably. I, th- I bet those guys watch two movies a week at the theater. It's not those guys. It's 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 a committee. It's, it's mem- all the members. So that, you pay you pay fifty dollars to the Razzie Foundation or whatever. Like live down and, and you get to vote. Oh. Well, I thought, what's the guy that, the guy that runs it? I, I can't he, remember his name. And he's a film critic. He probably yeah. watches, he goes, he probably goes to the theater where he watches four theatrical movies a week, so. Yeah. According to their website, everybody has an equal vote. If you're, if you pay the $50 for, per year, you get to vote on uh, the Razzies. Hmm. We are not members. That's a lot of money. 50 bucks to toss a vote out there. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. We have our own thing that's yeah. free. Cost us money, and it's more exclusive because you guys can send fifty dollars, and we'll just spend it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even going to give you a vote. We're just going to spend your your money is now our money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I just I was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Transformers: Age of Extinction is like. Did you guys see? Freaking Winter's Tale and or Sensitivity. Sensitivity Two was offensively bad. I like. I don't get it. Yeah, Winter's Tale was still better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles no, or wasn't. the Transformers. Oh, Winter's oh, Tale is the stupidest not. thing that's ever existed. I it loved is it. So dumb. I loved it too. That doesn't mean that it is a good movie. This it was is a movie. way better than those two. No, it wasn't. No, it, it was, was not. not. I was at least entertained. Uh, it is so stupid, Jackie. It is so dumb. Well, yeah, that's absolutely. how I felt about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Transformers. I wasn't entertained by either of those either, but. Uh, like it was just stupid. Well, there you go, there you go. That, that which will lead into my next uh, thing that I want to talk about because Jackie didn't take the time to come up with a rant this week. A new segment. <laughs> Wait, on air chastising. Nice shame <laughs> for shame. Shame. I'm not hey, shamed. I've I, had diarrhea all week. <laughs> oh, there we go. I think she gets to get thrown under the bus because this is the first week that you and I have done all of the writing for this show. Ah. So we're pulling all the weight. And she's over there pooping it up. So I, I get. I'm, I'm using all the toilet paper in this house. <laughs> I totally think that we can make fun of her. I have the flu. <laughs> Be a bum. Literally. Okay, so new segment. It's called Super Important Stuff. And each week that we do this, which is Jackie dependent, I'm just going to have one in the hopper just in yeah. case you don't write one. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Looks like I'm out of a segment. So Woo! it's not. No. It's not. It's it's not a debate. There's no right or wrong answers. But I, each week, I'm going to give you guys a topic. And I want you to do your very best to uh, kind of explain your thoughts on this topic. Okay. So, this week, because, again, it is award season. Yes. And the Oscars came out. The Oscar nominations came yeah. out the same day as the Razzies. We are in a hot debate over this, what's the worst picture business? You know, you think you think that a movie that's shit, but you liked it, you were entertained by it, is better or worse, no, better than a movie that was just kind of non-existent. So, define best picture, and I want to I want to give you guys a little scenario. You're members of the Academy in the scenario, which isn't pay fifty dollars and you get to vote. You have to be 
part of the industry. You have to be invited in. Mm-hmm. And let okay. me, I want to give you guys a little bit more information. Did you know that for every other category in the Oscars, for instance, best director, best actor, best editor, only people in that category can vote for the winner. For instance, only editors can vote for best editor. Only directors can vote for best director. Only actors and actresses can vote for best actor and actress. Well, well that makes sense, though, because you understand Absolutely. that job and That's what goes into craft. it. That's your craft. You are an expert in that field. Fun fact, best, best picture is the only one where every member of the Academy gets to vote. I know, I know a stunt coordinator, and I used to get his screener copies for best picture. Yeah. It hasn't happened in a long time, because... I don't talk to him anymore, but every year I used to, because he would vote for stunts, and uh, they would, and he was also a producer, but he would send me, after he watched them, the the VHSs that were letterboxed and everything, of all of the screener copies for Best Picture, and it was awesome. But yeah, he used to get a vote for Best Picture. Right. And that's, I think I'll, I'll get to that a little bit later, but I think that's one of the problems with the Best Picture. Okay. Well, uh, get to it now. Go ahead and define. I was going to let Jackie go first. Okay. I wrote why, why don't thing you here. define what? If you're a member of the academy, how do you vote? Well, one, it has to have a good story. Okay. Or a story that at least entertains me. It doesn't have to be believable. I don't care about that. Sure. But I have to be able to to get into the storyline. It has to do something emotional for me. Okay. Whether that's happiness or sadness or whatever, it has to do something emotionally. It has to make me connect to the movie. Mm-hmm. And then it has to be something that I'll actually want to visually see. Because let's, let's, let's think about this. Like centipede, human centipede. Yeah, sure. It, it was a pretty good story. Is it? You know, it was it's, horrific story. Uh, that's not a good, that's not a good story. story. It's but a you know what? It's like, if it's we're going to make film. a movie I did not, about people's butts on mouths. I did not want to watch that movie, though. It, visually, it disturbed me, and I okay. didn't like it. So, uh, so you're not using Human Centipede. centipede. Uh, sorry, South Park. Um, that is, a, is an example. You just don't want to see, have a movie where you don't want to see icky things. Well, there, I think that sometimes you can take it too far. Uh, fat, naked people. I don't care about that. Uh, the puke, raping puke. of children. Yes, okay, I care okay. about that. Right. That is too... Puke, puking people. I don't like puking. Sure. Okay. Doesn't matter how good of a story or all the other details, if there's something that you don't like that's icky and you don't want to see, you're, you're not good on that. No. Okay. All right. Continue. And, you know, really, it has to have some good acting. Because if I, can, if I don't believe that the actors are... If I can't lose myself in the film and believe that the actors are the people who they're playing... Then it's like, especially when there's somebody famous like Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. If she's just being Angelina Jolie in this movie, but her name is Anne. Okay. You know, or Sally or whatever. Sure. Then I'm like, no, that that's not believable to me. All right. So typecasting's out. The guy guy's playing the same character every time. Yeah. Because okay. you're just like, oh, sure. well, that's just who you are. Right. And that's not. Doesn't that go into the best actor category then? No, because that's not really acting. You're just being an asshole like you usually are. All right. So good acting, good story, no icky stuff. No icky stuff, and it has to have an emotional pull. Okay, emotional pull. Sammy? If I had a vote, I would vote for a blend of aesthetic and message, uh, taking all of the elements of the film. And oh, I'm sorry, did you use the word aesthetic? Aesthetic. Aesthetic, yes, I used the huh. word aesthetic. Okay. Uh-huh. Trying to sound smart if, there. Yeah, that's <laughs> like the word in word. used to describe film is the aesthetic versus... The uh, content of the story. The looky-loo of the story? 
The looky-loo of a story. Yeah. Use, All right. use the proper vernacular here, Sam. Looky-loo of the <laughs> <All> story. <right. laughs> anyway, if you take all of the uh, aspects of the film into consideration uh, in, in terms of its technicality and then also the story and how cohesively they work together to tell that story, that's what I would give uh, my vote on. However, when you think about now the vast majority of films that are up for Best Picture, they're not... They're technically problematic. All of the films that are up there, technically speaking, are basically flawless. You might have a quibble with something that happens here or there, but these are all movies that are shot and edited properly. There's no flaws with their presentation for the most part. There, there's nobody putting a baby into a model ship into the New York Harbor and saying, See you later, baby. Hope you don't get eaten by fucking sharks. And then he turns into Colin Farrell and has sex with a woman 14 years younger than him. Who dies from having sex. Nothing like that. That has nothing to do... That would be story. Yeah. Well, still... I mean, you don't have bad cuts. You don't have... Okay. Underexposed shots. You don't have things like that. There, the, the movie has been shot perfectly, edited seamlessly. Yeah. The actors are competent... At least in every role. Okay. The thing, the presentation as a whole, generally on Best Picture nominees, is sound. Okay. All right. All of those aspects are already there in these. Right. So now you have to start yeah. looking at how those aspects add to the story that's being told. Okay. How is the way that it's shot not just making it to where you can see the film... But it's adding to the story of the film. Well, anyway, if, if you can get your technical aspects... And they're not just... Help present the film to a wider audience, but then they are adding to the overall experience of the film. That's something that I would take into heavily, heavy consideration. However, I feel at this current time, because there's so many people that already get a vote for Best Picture, Emotional Pull has way too much going on with Best Picture. I feel like Argo won because it was Hollywood saving people. That ripped half of the voters yeah. in there. And there's nothing wrong with the movie. It was very well made. Was it edited in a way that added to the story? Not really. Was it shot in a way that added to the story? No. Was there better films? I thought Zero Dark Thirty was shot in a way that added to the story and edited in a way that added to the story, and it was a better film because of it. It didn't win. Yeah. Well, now, Sam, why don't you talk some more about boring bullshit? Sam's boring bullshit. Well, Beowulf, I chose because we have to get... Christopher Lambert involved at some point in here. Sure, it was absolutely. Either, it was He's either, a staple. It's either this one or it was Fortress, and I don't really like Fortress all that much, so I'm going to go with this one. Uh, directed by Graham Baker, who did Born to Ride with John Stamos in Alien Nation. Mm -hmm. Born to Ride looks pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> written by Mark Leahy and David Chapp. They wait, wrote, wait, Born to Ride's not the sequel to... Uh, Easy Rider, is it? No, it's uh, Born to Ride. I think they're like World War Two bikers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like they just—they like got back from the war or something, and then better buy a motorcycle. They all have these military issue Harley Davidson motorcycles, and they go to war on, in America with their motorcycle. It looks really fucking stupid. Uh, anyway, David Chap, Mark Lee, he wrote this, and that's it. The one of uh, David Chap wrote an episode of He Man, mm, well, so that's uh, who we're getting here. Lawrence Kasanov produced True Lies, Strange Days, Dream a Little Dream with the Corys. Class of 1999. Oh, yes. Yes, Chud, Chud 2. Bud the Chud. Good things. Yeah, ghoulies go to college. Nice. 
five Mortal Kombat titles, including a 22-episode show, which was the second There's attempt. There's five Mortal Kombat... Are you talking game or movies? Movies. There's so, five Mortal Kombat movies? Titles. Titles. Which in, means... Including a 22-episode okay, show, all right, all right. which was the second try because he did a pilot... Several years before that, they did not get picked. So three movies, three movies, okay. a pilot, and a series. Gotcha. Christophe uh, Guy Denis Lambert, or Christopher Lambert, <laughs> whichever way you want to say it, it might, it might as well be what was his name? Jesus de Bouvier La Messerschmitt. Yes, exactly. Uh, you will know him from his roles as Connor McLeod and Tarzan. He has severe myopia. He can't see a fucking thing without his glasses. Hmm. He doesn't wear glasses in this. If you have myopia, you can't wear contacts. He's virtually blind. Jesus. In any film that he does where he's not wearing glasses I've on screen. I've never seen him wear glasses. If he's not wearing glasses on screen, he can't see a damn thing. Maybe that's why he always looks so weird. Like he's he looking off into space or something. He can't see anybody. It yeah. adds to his allure. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's very thoughtful. No, he's just trying to find where you are in the room. Now... Uh, Rona Mitra was, you will know her as the model who was Laura Croft between 1997 and 98. There was a model? Yeah, the covers, maybe. Or they modeled the character after her and then just took the boob bar and dragged (laughs) it all the way to Giant. Just dragged that thing out. How far does that bar go? We can go up to 120. You know, I think to break away from things that actually matter... The Laura Croft of the video game actually was a perpetual motion machine mm-hmm. because her boobs were so big that if she stood up straight, she would just tip over. But mm-hmm. they were also so big that she would have bounced all the way back <laughs> to a standing position and she would have just been able to do that forever. Forever. So they actually invented perpetual motion by putting too big of boobs on a skinny lady. <laughs> that's that's the secret right there. Fuck cold fusion. S- science has been cracked. Tick- yeah, I cracked the code. It's huge boobs. Uh, Gaz Otto. Who is a fine German actor? We just saw him in Iron Sky, and I'll also mention that he's in Cloud Atlas. Let's throw him under the bus for apparently no reason. Okay. Uh, playmate Lawyer Roberts is Grendel's mother. Producers promised a budget of $25 million, whereas they made the film for 3.5, according to Christopher Lambert. Then they pulled it. This did not get a wide theatrical release, it had a very limited theatrical release. They basically just put this on blockbuster shelves because it was crap. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Christopher Lambert declined to reprise his role as Raiden in Mortal Kombat Annihilation in order to star as Beowulf in this film. <laughs> and it's like, which is the worst decision? Yeah, I don't like, know. You, maybe you should have Flip done either. Yeah. Uh, that regurgitates the opening theme for Mortal Kombat at the beginning of the film. Oh, no! <laughs> yes. Mortal Kombat! I mean, all I can really think about this is as you're saying, like, oh, uh, Mortal Kombat and stuff, right? I'm thinking, but he can't fucking see. Who would want to be in a scene with him where he's got a sharp object and they're like... He's Raiden. He has the electric zapper powers. And he's got the... In Mortal Kombat, he's got the glowing eyes. So you can't see his eyes aren't even looking at you on screen. Yeah, but you're the guy on the opposite end of that sword thinking, Oh my god, I hope he gets his mark. He doesn't have a sword. He has powers. Like force lightning. Okay, okay. You remember Raiden? He has the long Chinese hat. Yep, yep. He can throw that at you. I don't know but if that, he does. I haven't seen Mortal Kombat. That really does like clear that. up a little bit, though, because I was really concerned about other actors' safety at that point. Well, if Christopher Lambert can do the th- the throw of the hat in Mortal Kombat, it is just a straw hat, so it would just bounce off of you harmlessly. They just give harmlessly. you a paper cut. Yeah, maybe. At worst. 
The throw of the hat was a different character. No, I thought that was Raiden. No, it was the guy that had the stupid, like, Poncho Villa hat without the dingle balls, and instead it had a razor on the outside of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Raiden only has zappy powers then. Raiden sucks. He can fly towards you, I think. Something stupid like that. Christopher Lambert cannot. He did the same move as as, uh, M. Bison. Anyway, uh, when interviewed about filming Beowulf, Rona Mitra admitted that everybody had told her not to do the film, and it would be a nightmare... Her, uh, after the film said, it was a nightmare and Romania was a hellhole. They went to Romania? This was filmed in Romania. Yeah, that's a shit place. Mad Max. Mortal- I've heard good things, actually. About Romania? Mm-hmm. Do they even have indoor plumbing in Romania? It's Europe! <laughs> um, Mad Max, Mortal Kombat, Warrior Princess, Van Helsing are considered to be major influences behind the film. Way to set the bar high! Yeah. Why wasn't this very good? We really like Xena Warrior Princess. We want to make a movie like that. Not to get down on Mad Max, but the shit was very inexpensive. Yeah, absolutely. And Xena's awesome. Fuck you, buddy. And Mortal Kombat, like if you're Larry Kasanoff, my other movie inspired me to make this movie. <laughs> what a dickhole. Uh, some exercises when we view this film. I want you guys to uh, try to figure out what is Beowulf. What is Beowulf? Yeah, because he's supposed to be like... Not who is Beowulf. What is he? Is he like a... a, Is he... He's supposed to be like the son of a demon, according to this plot synopsis. But he's mentioned as many things. In the poem, he's just a tough guy, right? Yeah, he's just a tough guy. Yeah. So you got to figure out, what is is Beowulf here? And is he Blade? Like vampire killer? Yeah. Is he Blade? Yeah. Looking out for Blackulas. Kind of. Huh. Only, well, killing his own, sort of. Gotcha. Okay. How many times does he care too much? I'm going to try to keep track of that. I'm guessing a lot. Well, you're gonna, we're going to try to keep track of this and compare our notes. How many times can you tell that Lambert can't see? We're going to write down every instance of we can tell that every Lambert can't see. Every time he bumps see. into a wall. Yeah, every time you can just tell he doesn't know what's going on here. Put that in the checkbox for can't see. Why is Lambert tapping the ground with his sword? (laughs) (laughs) There's some guy in blue jeans and he's just walking behind him holding his shoulder. Uh, And finally, how many low angle flips over camera shots are there? Okay. Sounds fun. Is that what you got? That's what I got. All right. Well, we're out of time, so uh, it, also this movie is currently on Netflix. I don't know how long it's going to be there, but that's where we're watching it. I suggest you do the same, and in the meantime, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening, and get to the chopper.